Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Healing Life Wisdom. I'm Tiffany Windsor. On this episode, my guest and I will be talking about natural ways to treat depression and one of our favorites, tea tree essential oil. I'm delighted to welcome my guest, Candice Licione. Hi, Candice. Hi, Tiffany. It's great to be here as usual to share all this information with everyone. Um, well, we have a be- long list of shows ahead of us with lots of information, and I'm really excited to uh, dig into today's show. Yes, well, we have so much information, and there's so little time. <laughs> we could just go on and on and on. We just try to pull what's the most important at the moment or, or in our um, our world, <laughs> our world running through our life. So um, right. today we're going to talk about depression. Um, that comes up a lot in my shop um, so I'm always interested in anything to do with depression because so many people seem to have it right now. The information that we're giving today mostly comes from Anthony William, who is the medical medium and has the medical medium book and the book Life-Changing Foods. He also has about four others. His books are fabulous. Um, So Anthony William says about depression, it's a condition that's a great mystery. The symptoms are sadness, loss of interest in your life, slow thinking and speaking, and slow movement. There are many different root causes, and some are based on emotions, others on traumatic loss, and others are physical. Loss can fill you with feelings of intense emotional pain and helplessness. Major emotional shock can generate an actual electrical vote on your brain. It can also be so intense that it effectively blows a fuse in your brain, causing part of it to switch off. Adrenal dysfunction Um, caused by prolonged or intense emotions, can also flood your body with corrosive adrenaline. Viral infections such as Epstein-Barr virus and the Lyme disease virus latch onto your nerves and can continually inflame them. It emits a neurotoxin that further inflames your nerves and brain cells and can lead to depression. Heavy metals and other toxins can settle into your brain. If an acidic environment is coupled with a high-protein, fat-based diet, the metals start oxidizing and create poisonous chemicals that can contaminate brain cells and lower electrical impulse activity that can cause depression. Toxins, pesticides, formaldehyde, cleaning solvents, food additives, MSG, artificial sweeteners, sulfites, and diet soda can also cause depression. I want so much to jump back in and ask you some questions about those points, but let me go on with a few more points okay. and then... Then, then we'll talk about this because as you're talking about those things, it's triggering so many questions. Also, check your medications as depression is, of course, a side effect of many medications. Also, if you take many medications, the combination of these medications can affect your mind and your physical body and contribute to depression symptoms. Emotional reasons for depression are really important to discover and address um, 
do you have these feelings of pressure to survive, feeling overwhelmed, hopeless, uh, disappointed, disillusioned, wanting someone to save you, suppressed anger and resentment, feeling like a victim, blaming others for what's not working in your life, feeling unmotivated, uninspired, can't be bothered to do anything, stuck in an old story that is only getting gloomier. Depression can be a disease of thought, dysfunctional thought. Thoughts are physical things, and they create neurological pathways in your brain. In depression, you have created a depression pathway created by repeated sad thoughts. This is really interesting. You need a new way of thinking. We're also going to talk, I think, here for a moment on um, foods that are good for healing depression because um, nobody ever really talks about that. And, again, this is from the medical medium, Anthony William. He suggests grazing every one and a half to two hours, eating dates, celery sticks, apple, half an avocado, spinach, orange, sweet potato, parsley, or lemon squeezed on kale. He says to avoid eating eggs. Eat wild blueberries, spinach, hemp seeds, cilantro, walnuts, coconut oil, sprouts, kale, apricots, avocados, garlic, broccoli, raspberries, bananas, blackberries, romaine lettuce, and red-skinned apples. Herbs and vitamins that are good for depression are licorice roots, spirulina, ester C, chromium, eleuthero, cassandra, ashwagandha, magnesium, panax ginseng, rose hips, astragalus, lemon balm, and rhodiola. Did you want to put anything in here, Tiffany, before we? <laughs> yeah. Can I? Oh my gosh! I'm. I'm. Yep. There's a thousand thoughts running through my mind. So as we're talking about food. Uh, and, and when Candace and I share on the show, we share things that we have experienced. And when I left my job back in, let's see, um, 1999, I, I was at the peak of my career in, I was doing a television show. Uh, and I said to myself, is this all there is? And there were some issues with the, this was a family business, and, and I just thought, I, I can't take this anymore. And I, so when I left, I didn't know what would happen. I had never experienced depression before. And so I went into the nobody wants me, nobody loves me, a depression for a year. And, Candace, you reminded me, what did I eat? What did I eat during that eggs. time? <laughs> you ate hard-boiled eggs for a year. I and know. I thought it was so amazing. He says avoid eating eggs. Right. Um, and I'll of have to look into that more, but um, <laughs> he, he says avoid eating eggs for a lot of different reasons. But um, I think that was so interesting that that's, for some reason you latched on to boiled eggs, which isn't healthy as a, an entire diet anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and I Couldn't have made it better. I, I know. And I remember at the time money was tight for me. I didn't really pre-plan. I, I got mad and I... I gave my notice and, and I left and and so a dozen eggs were really inexpensive so it was a great way to to feed myself and I remember you getting so upset with me when I told you that and there's many reasons of course but now to understand I was feeding into the depression when you also gave the list of foods it, it was amazing naturally once I got to, to know my body more, naturally how I uh, gravitated to the foods, foods that you talked about. Everything that you just talked about with the apples and the avocados and kale and, and uh, I don't even remember what else you said. I went, wait, wait, I, that's what I eat naturally. And 
So to know that that's how it's supporting me now makes so much sense. Absolutely does. Um, at the same time uh, that you were eating hard-boiled eggs, weren't you out in the middle of nowhere by yourself like a hermit? Mm-hmm. You, I was. You cut I yourself was. off for everyone. I retreated to, I, I got a little guest house on a 20-acre ranch at the end of a, a road called Long Canyon, and it was, and I did, I, I did, it was, I'm, I'm, it was, of course, tough at the time, and I'm glad I went through it, uh, it actually found, I found my, um, I found God at, during that time, I found my really deep spiritual connection, uh, so through prayer, I, I was healed, and so that's what the journey was for me, and it was okay, but it's it's amazing what you do to defeat yourself, you know, rather than support yourself. Right, and I don't think we knew much about depression then anyway. That was quite a few years ago. Yeah. Um, I, I know that I was depressed only once that I can remember, and I was in, it was in young motherhood, which was very difficult for me. Um, I can remember just being very, very, dis, uh, just, I don't know. I was overwhelmed with motherhood, and I was depressed, and probably didn't see an end to toddlerhood at that point. <laughs> I did have mm-hmm. a son who was a terrible, terrible um, toddler. Um, no, he couldn't have yeah. been. <laughs> yes, yeah, so he was very bad when he was young, but he was wonderful older. But mm-hmm. I do remember that I got out of it because I got a phone call one day, and whatever the person said, it just, it just, I snapped right out of it. It was like mm-hmm. a door opened, and right. I was ready to move on. So I. Maybe I worked through my whatever it was with motherhood, um, right? As you did your year eating eggs. <laughs> oh my gosh, I, 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 it's, I can't even believe I did that, but I did, and and glad I made it through it. The other thing I wanted to talk about is, as Anthony William talks about so much in his books, is this Epstein Barr virus. That yes. is so key, and I feel like almost everyone has it. When you well, read his book yeah. and you read the symptoms that are covered under Epstein-Barr that, that the medical system may be diagnosing as something else that Anthony William has uncovered, it, it's, everybody needs to look into that and read his book. books. Absolutely. He, yeah, his books. He's got another one coming out very soon on celery, um, mm-hmm. celery right. juice. But, right, the um, whole book on celery juice. Old Bussandelli juice. Um, yes, his his uh, he's a medium. He's a medical medium. He's a medical intuitive, and so he's seeing seeing things and hearing things from spirit that that are not through the medical system. But his books are very very in depth, um, scientific, and right up to date on what's you know um, scientific. But he's also telling you that there's more to it, and he's very much on the Epstein Barr virus, which started back uh, I think in the early 1900s. It really came into um, to our world in the 50s some point, because all of a sudden, thinking back, that's when, like, mononucleosis came in. Maybe it was the 60s, because we'd never heard of that before. Mm. And um, strep throat. I had strep throat in the 60s. Um, never had strep throat my whole life. It was amazing. And then looking now at what Epstein-Barr does, it's like vertigo and dizziness and Meniere's disease and things I had struggled with from time to time. So he believes that we all have, or almost all of us have, either through getting strep throat when we were young or our mother could have passed it on to us. Mm-hmm. And we all have it sitting in our bodies, de- deep in our tissues. So if you do a test on Epstein-Barr, it doesn't come up positive. It's right. so buried in your body. And that's what Lyme disease is like. It goes really deep in your tissues. 
Right. So he believes that we are not treating Lyme disease properly. We're definitely not treating any of the Epstein-Barr things, which is strep throat, mononucleosis, um, that's into chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia. So his books are really the basis of killing the Epstein-Barr virus in our in our bodies. And that's where he started, and that's kind of where he feels all these new mystery diseases come from. And And I really encourage everyone to take a look at his Facebook page and his Instagram feed because there are so many testimonials. He is a best top-selling author on Amazon, and so a lot of people have now read about this and have uh, taken a look at the different protocols, and, of course, the top is, is celery juice, and uh, are seeing amazing healings. And, and it happens really quick, like 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. We're not talking lifetime of having to deal with these issues anymore. So I, I just wanted to make sure that everybody, uh, if they have, if you haven't listened to our other episodes, that go go and take a look at his books and take a look definitely at what you're eating. You know, heavy metals, we talk about what's happening with the uh, dental, you know, what sort of fillings have we had and how it might that be affecting and poisoning your body. And so there's so many ways to take a look at your depression and, and heal. And so we wanted to share these ideas with you today. Yeah, and this is all about food is medicine. And it is the hot thing right now because um, how can you heal your body if your food is, what you're eating is just garbage? I mean, it's just impossible. And the beauty of Anthony Williams, he's not selling anything. He's not giving. He's just saying, here's the foods that are really good for you, and here's why they're good for you. Maybe you'd want to try them. Right. And people are trying them. They're seeing uh, amazing results, and they're sharing them. And so right. go definitely go check that out. And he's the one that really got us on the, how bad canola oil is, how bad corn is, how bad, how bad right. um, MSG and all that is. So all that comes from him. And, it's, and other people are backing up his, his research and things too. So, so to finish off the depressed, we just want to say, if, you're, if you are depressed, you need to look at many things in your life, both emotional and physical, and begin to change your thoughts and your diet. Sit down with yourself and look at when the depression started. Connect the dots of all the things that were going on in your life at the time. If your body is not healthy, it is time to give your body the proper nutrition to bring it back to health. Most people don't realize that your unhealthy body affects your brain and your emotions, and all all these factors can lead to depression. Thanks so much for all of that information. And now I want to move over to Melaleuca essential oil. More commonly known as tea tree oil, Melaleuca essential oil has over 92 different compounds and limitless applications. And we're going to go over a few of those applications uh, for the next several minutes and um, really get into the depth of this. The leaves of the Melaleuca tree have been used by the Aboriginal peoples of Australia for centuries. They would apply crushed leaves directly to the skin for a cooling effect. Melaleuca is best known for its purifying properties, and boy, does it purify. It can be used to cleanse and purify the skin uh, and nails and to support a healthy complexion. And the information... so. Uh, the information about its internal use differs. There are some references that say that tea tree oil should never be swallowed and some that say it can be taken internally. So, of course, do your research. 
Um, I follow doTERRA, and they say that it can be taken internally. Uh, as I mentioned, it's frequently used on skin irritations to soothe the skin and will also help purify and freshen the air. Yes, I also want to point out that I have used it internally, but it's by the drop. <laughs> I would never right. like take more than a drop internally, so it's not something you could just pour down. So um, if you are going to do it internally, make sure you check um, the dosage and the cautions on it because um, it's really good, but it is very, very strong, and it's very, very medicinal. So we'll get to the benefits of tea tree oil because this oil is a hard worker. It's very antibacterial. It's anti-inflammatory. Tea tree oil may help quell inflammation, possibly due to its high concentration of terpene 4, a compound with anti-inflammatory properties. It's very antifungal. A review of the effectiveness of tree tree oil highlights its ability to kill a range of yeasts and fungi. The majority of the studies reviewed focus on candida, a type of yeast which commonly affects the skin, genital, throats, and mouth. It's also very antiviral, and some studies show that tea tree oil can help treat certain viruses. But medical research is very, very limited in this area. Acne, we've talked about skin conditions. The National Center for Complementary and Integrative Health advised that research into the effects of topically applied tea tree oil in people is limited. It's really hard to get these studies done because of the costs of them, and uh, the medical system doesn't necessarily want you to know how well some of these things work. So fortunately, doTERRA goes in and does their research. So um, acne, of course, is a common skin condition. It affects up to 50 million Americans at any one time. Uh, one study found a significant difference between tea tree oil gel and a placebo in treating acne. Participants treated with tea tree oil experienced improvement in both total acne count and the severity of the acne. Uh, this builds on earlier research which compared 5% tea tree oil gel with 5% benzoyl peroxide lotion in treating cases of mild to moderate acne. Both treatments significantly significantly reduced the number of acne lesions, although the tea tree oil worked more slowly. Those using the tea tree oil experienced fewer side effects, and that's really important. It not, is not always just a quick fix. No, it, it's usually very slow, but it's very slow, and it's like it, it has no side effects. Um, tea tree oil is wonderful for athlete's foot. Symptoms of athlete's foot were reduced through topical application of a tea tree oil cream, according to one study. A 10% tea tree oil cream appeared to reduce the symptoms as effectively as a 1% antifungal medication. However, the tea tree oil was no more effective than a placebo in achieving a total cure. More recent research compared higher concentrations of tea tree oil on athlete's foot with a placebo. A marked improvement in symptoms was seen in 68% of the people who used a 50% tea tree oil oil application, with 64% achieving a total cure. This was over double the improvement seen in the placebo group. In our experience, tea tree oil is fabulous for an athlete's foot, um, but we tend to use it full strength or in a carrier oil, and it does um, it does take a while to, to get rid of athlete's foot, but it will definitely get rid of it long term. Yeah, great, great to know. Uh, next up on this list is contact dermatitis. It's a form of eczema caused by contact with an irritant or allergen. Several treatments for contact dermatitis were compared, including tea tree oil, zinc oxide, ooh, which can't be good for you, and another um, product that 
I'm sure I can't pronounce right, quobestatone butyrate. Uh, results suggested that tea tree oil was more effective in suppressing allergic contact dermatitis and other treatments. Now, however, it did not have an effect on irritant contact dermatitis, and keep in mind that tea tree oil itself, because it's so strong and so powerful, may induce allergic contact dermatitis in some people. Um, tea tree oil is really good for dandruff and cradle cap. Mild to moderate dandruff related to the yeast that causes dandruff and cradle cap may be treated with a 5% tea tree oil according to one study. People with dandruff who used a 5% tea tree oil shampoo daily for four weeks showed significant improvements in overall severity as well as in the levels of itchiness and greasiness when compared with a placebo. Participants experienced no negative effects. Another study found tea tree oil shampoo effective for treating children with cradle cap. It's possible, however, to be allergic to tea tree oil, so to check for a reaction, put a little shampoo on the infant's forearm and rinse no reaction occurs in 24 to 48 hours, it should be safe to use um, because infants, of course, have very sensitive skin. So, if you, And if anyone has sensitive skin, always do a little um, a test before you put it on. Right. Head lice are becoming more resistant to medical treatment, so ex- experts are increasingly considering essential oils as alternatives. Yay! Research <laughs> compared tea tree oil and... Nerolidol, a natural compound found in some essential oils in the treatment of head lice. The tea tree oil was more effective at killing the lice, eradicating 100% after 30 minutes. Um, On the other hand, Nerolidol was more effective at killing the eggs. A combination of both substances at a ratio of one part to two worked best to destroy both the lice and the eggs. Too bad that they had to use some sort of chemical. So here it says, other research has found that a combination of tea tree oil and lavender oil was effective at suffocating the head lice. Yeah, that's uh, interesting. A lot of um, young mothers come into the shop and they they have been told to try tea tree oil. So we sell a lot of tea tree oil for head lice, as every so often the head lice problem comes around through the schools. Right. So um, it's very good to know that, that you don't have to use the, uh, the chemical treatments. Um, nail fungus is one of the main things that um, tea tree oil is known for. Fungal infections are the common cause of nail abnormalities. They can be difficult to cure. One study compared the effects of a cream comprising both 5% tea tree oil and 2% of a synthetic antifungal with a placebo. After 16 weeks, the nail fungus was cured in 80% of the people. None of the cases in the placebo group was cured. Another study showed tea tree oil effective in eliminating nail fungus in the laboratory. However, this research does not definitely show that tea tree oil component of the cream is responsible for the improvements experience, so further research is needed. Um, Again, who's doing these studies? Who's paying for the studies? Because they're not often wanting to make the information that these things work known to all of us. Um, I do have um, some local manicurists who... um, see nail fungus all the time as they're doing nails and uh, pedicures and send people to my shop all the time to get bottles of um, tea tree oil for the nail fungus and they they feel it works really well and cures. It does take time. It's not a quick fix. You have to keep putting it on like twice a day for a long period of time but it does it does kill the fungus. It's It's so good to know that there's other choices. Oral health. 
Now, this is definitely where I use tea tree oil on a regular basis. Um, a gel containing tea tree oil may be beneficial for those with chronic gingivitis, an inflammatory gum condition. Study participants who used tea tree oil gel experienced a significant reduction in bleeding and inflammation when compared with a placebo or a chemical antiseptic gel. Other research indicates that a type of bacteria associated with bad breath may be treated with tea tree oil. And alpha bisabolol has to be a chemical again, that they're still doing this together. Um, oh, no, wait a sec. This says it's the active in, uh, component in chamomile. So I don't know why they're not just saying tea tree oil and chamomile. Uh, what I do is I use a very healthy uh, toothpaste, which is a doTERRA toothpaste, so you know it has no um, uh, fluoride in it. And I put it one drop, one drop of tea tree oil on it. That's all you need uh, to brush my teeth and swish around and, of course, spit it out. So I found it's really, really good on gu- my gum conditions. Um, I also use it. I, I use a natural t- t- toothpaste, but it doesn't have tea tree oil on it, but it's a... Uh, fluoride-free, and I use it, you know, if I have a little sore in my mouth or a canker sore or anything, um, again, one drop, and uh, it's in so many products now. It's in um, floss and in um, mouthwash and things, so it's very, very good for oral health. Mm -hmm. The amount and timing of tea tree oil dosage depends on several factors, including the condition requiring treatment, its severity, and the concentration of the tea tree oil. Applying tea tree oil topically or ingesting it carries risks. Tea tree oil is not monitored for safety by the FDA, so it should be purchased from a reputable source. Make sure you have absolutely pure tea tree oil. And if it's, don't buy it at the local convenience store. <laughs> kind of thing. Right. Uh, make sure you buy it from, you know, someone who has a good quality of um, essential oils. And also, again, it's very, very, very strong, so you don't want to overdose on it. So um, you just have to make sure that when you're using tea tree, either um, you can put it on. Most people can use it topically without any carrier oil, but some people need a carrier oil because it, it is so strong. And if you're ingesting it, it it's like one drop. You know, I also use tea tree oil-infused toothpicks. I'm looking on the label here, and it's called Tea Tree Therapy Mint Toothpicks Infused with Tea Tree Oil, and I love those. And while you have your toothpick, you also get a little bit of a breath freshener on that, too. As we mentioned, I I just want to wrap up with these cautions again. Some people may be allergic to topically applying tea tree oil. I personally, to anyone I've talked to about using it, they have not had a problem, but there's so many different things that people have sensitivities to. So if if you want to start by diluting it with your carrier oil, I use the doTERRA fractionated coconut oil. You know, you could use regular coconut oil also. And test a small area on your skin. Wait 24 to 48 hours to see if you have a reaction. So, Candace, this was interesting information also, and I had heard about this before, so I wanted to go and and review it again. It says that research has shown, don't know which research, enlarged breast tissue in prepubescent boys that has been associated with topical use of products containing lavender oil or tea tree oil. However, the evidence is limited. So I'm also wondering what other ingredients were in with the oils or if it was pure. seems like when they do these tests, they're mixing things. So I have you heard anything about that? 
I have not heard anything about that. I'll have to look into that, but no, I have not heard anything. So that is interesting um, to see if it's true or not. We'll mm-hmm. we'll look into that for everybody. Okay. Um, uh, tea tree oil and bacteria resistance. Um, our research. We don't necessarily we, agree with this. No, let we me, don't necessarily agree this with this. Let me say this to begin with, but we want to <laughs> tell you. everybody. Okay. Yeah. So, so somewhere we've come up with this on some kind of. Um, website. Consistent use of antibiotics, okay, including low-level doses of tea tree oil, may contribute to antibiotic-resistant bacteria, which is a significant concern among the medical community. Um, This tells us that essential oil is really powerful, but what I have looked up since then is that um, antibiotics have a very narrow focus of what they are so, they're highly selective, inhibiting a single mechanism in the formation or metabolism of pathogen. So essential oils are fundamentally different. They, their non-selective activity makes it practically impossible for microorganisms to develop resistance to them. Microorganisms may be able to resist the attack on one of their targets, but that leaves all the other targets of the essential oil still vulnerable. So what they're saying is exactly the opposite, that it's not going to um, um, contribute to the antibiotic-resistant bacteria. And I've heard more that way than what this one's saying, but we're just trying to get both sides. <laughs> right, because also when, when our listeners go and do their research and they read this, we just want them to have the benefit of saying, okay, we saw this. We saw this is out there, but here's our experience from the last 30 years of using yes. this. So just want to let you know. Yes, yes. So we also want to remind you that you can diffuse tea tree oil in your diffuser. Um, and, again, we're talking about skin sensitivities and with all essential oils and medications, for that matter, keep out of reach of children and pets. You don't want them messing with it. You can use some essential oils on pets, but keep them out of their reach. If you're pregnant, nursing, or under a doctor's care, consult your physician and avoid contact with eyes, inner ears, and sensitive areas. Um, I just wanted to add that one of our regular callers, has always been really bad in the past of overdosing on everything. So, if, you know, she took Tylenol or Advil. Instead of taking one, she would take five. Oh. Essential oils, I had to be so careful to give her, you know, you only may have one drop because she just believes more is better no matter what it is, whether it's tea, coffee, ice cream, <laughs> medications, essential oils. So we do want to make it so, so clear to everyone that essential oils are so highly concentrated they're very powerful medicine, and you want to be very careful on your dosage. And, Candace, you talked a moment about pets. Uh, you talked a moment ago about pets. There is a great, on Facebook, there's a great uh, vet that you can go to that's called Essential Oil Vet. Uh, oh, Dr. Good. Rourke, I think is her name, and she uses mm-hmm. doTERRA, so that's why I see a lot from her. She is so good about sharing information about, because there's some essential oils that, pets are more sensitive to and that has been making its way around the internet and boy she will specifically tell you that it's not as serious and scary as some people are making it out to be certainly with pets if you're diffusing them you're supposed to make sure that they have a way to get out of the room if they don't like it they will leave the room so and she she has lists of essential oils and what they treat for pets so essential oil vet you can check her out on Facebook. That's a great resource. Yes. I was going to see if there's 
any questions I had for you, too. Go ahead. Let me look back at my notes. I just thank for educating on that because you do say, well, no, you're not supposed to use this and that on, on pets or, or people or whatever, and um, you can. But you do have to do your research and make sure that you're using the proper oils for the, the right person or pet. Right. I think there's so, a lot of things you can't use on cats that you can use on dogs. So Correct. And she, this particular vet actually does large animals also, so you can use essential oils on horses and pigs and goats and sheep. And I wish I would have known more about it when I was on my farm to be able to use the, this plant healing. And the fact that it is coming from nature and um, food as medicine, it's, we cannot impress upon that enough. Right. You know, the local... Um Therapeutic Riding Place uses, I believe they use tea trail for horse flies. Oh, yes. That horse fly bite. That like, I could be wrong, but I know they use essential oils, and they said that work really well um, against the horse flies. So I also want to share, before we wrap up today, we did oregano essential oil. We talked about it last week on last week's podcast, and I posted a blog to our website at healinglifewisdom.com, and I also posted to our Facebook page, and this this just made my morning this morning. Uh, my stepsister, I I was very close with my three stepsisters when, when we were kids. And as adults, I have not been that close with her, so I had no idea that she was following Healing Life Wisdom. And Jan posted this morning on our Facebook page, she had read the blog that I did on oregano essential oil and talking about how her mom used to use the the humidifiers, the hot humidifiers, when we had any sort of um, coughing problems or bronchitis issues, and how I thought you could add it. Mom could have added it to that in order to help clear us up uh, the oregano into the hot humidifier. So here's what Jan wrote. She said, this is so true. I have researched this one for the last year. I've been using this myself and giving it to my daughter with cystic fibrosis. Now, her daughter's in her 20s at this point, and I do see on social media there are times where she has to get rushed to the hospital. And over the years, I've been following them it maybe once or twice a year. She said that the oregano essential oil can be placed with her nebs for inhalation or a drop under the tongue. And uh, Jan says she also will put it in chicken soup. That, there you go. There, you know when we give somebody chicken soup for healing? Put a drop of oregano oil in. She said that she found the documentation in cystic fibrosis studies that in some cases oregano oil works as well as antibiotics when inhaled. She states, I am a firm believer. She went on to say, I haven't tried doTERRA yet, but I'd like to. So I responded back to her this morning. I was so delighted to see, you know, these these hands-on experiences. And this is somebody that, that we know who's using uh, the oregano in a very serious um, condition. I also want to talk to her about uh, looking up the medical medium because he, he does believe that, that cystic fibrosis is also Epstein-Barr. Yes. That, that's so interesting. And it's so interesting, you know, like that she's done all the research, too, with the cystic fibrosis yes. and, and then finding things that back up that, the claims of uh, oregano oil. Right. And, oh, it's it's so sad when I read about what her daughter goes through because she's in the hospital for weeks and weeks. So uh, we hope to continue to give Jan other information as she's, as she's doing her studies. 
sounds great. Well, we will Candace, keep our work. <laughs> yes, thank you so much again for joining me today, and I wish you a great week. And I know you're working on next week's notes for another great show. Absolutely, I'll be ready by next Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll talk to you then. Okay, thanks. Bye bye. Okay, bye. For more information, I invite you to go to HealingLifeWisdom.com, click on Blog Archives, and you can find a post that Candace and I wrote on today's topic, and check out the links to the Healing Life Wisdom on-demand podcast, just like this one. Also, follow us on Twitter at HealingLife444 or Facebook at Healing Life Wisdom. And keep this discussion going by sharing our links with your friends and family. It's so important that we all share on our path to wellness. And through the show, I'm connecting back with one of my family members, and it's awesome. I'm Tiffany Windsor, and this is Healing Life Wisdom. Have a fabulous, uplifting, and healthy week. Thanks for listening. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. 